Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code UNFILTERED for 15% off. Parenting is kind of like AA. It's not a one-stop fix. It is a constant thing you need to keep checking in on to keep your skills up. You know, like- Because your children are constantly changing. They're yep. becoming more independent. Drop it like a hat. 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 What do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Hi. Good morning. Good uh, afternoon. Good I'm, evening. I'm, what? I'm sitting here in the car and you were just getting water. Yeah. And my my tummy is it's like, it, it, it's, it doesn't feel starving. It's just a, um, it's like a symphony. 
of sounds. Why? I have... Oh, from what you were... What? From what? What you're drinking. I guess. It's a symphony. Is it a beautiful symphony? Not so beautiful. Guys, we just did a, a Facebook Live and we went off the rails and it was so fun. There's nothing better than... Um, being silly being but not just being silly but living in a fantasy world like I just I love being taken on a journey of a fantasy that isn't real I know because sometimes it's just for fun but sometimes those stories lead you to where you eventually end up <gasps> oh my god well not the one from today <laughs> oh I was like oh my god if although you heard I'm, it. I'm open to any future do you know mm. what I mean life is long but I'm um, speaking of that guys um we have just uh I don't know if we told you but we had the opportunity to be come a part of something called um bright and bright is a new platform that is created by like Madonna's manager mm. and Ashton Kutcher and it is um it's a live uh, streaming ticketed event where people have access and can join into like virtual events with people that they follow people that they love people that they want to learn from and there's experts in all different categories from cooking to self-care to social media i mean anything you can learn decor decor everything like the biggest designers and they've got some really big names like j-lo and um ashton and um, I mean, there's the Property Brothers, and it's it's endless. But we are actually on there, too, and we are hosting our first virtual event. June 9th. June 9th. Oh, my now, God. Um, want you to know that uh, they, they're they capping these events. Little We didn't realize at first that uh, for, to start off, they're capping these events at 100 tickets only. So as soon as they go live, we'll let you know. We're going to be doing it on Finding Joy in Motherhood. It's not going to be serious. It's going to be fun, but it's going to give you some like tools to put in your back pocket of how to actually find some space for happiness and joy in and also being a mom. I like that. I didn't know that. That's exciting. <clears throat> and also the best part about it is you guys get to actually show up on the screen with us and interact and ask questions. So it's really a question question based um yeah, so you get like, you get like 20 minutes of And you our all content, get to see each other. And you get to see each other I and think then you said 10 10 15 what? 10 15 uh, minutes. 10 15 Two minutes. minutes. Yeah. No, but we have a lot of great things that we're going to ignite conversation and then we can actually pull you up on the screen and you can be a part of the live ticketed event. And you get to see each other. Like it's, it's like, like you're in an audience. It's like we're all hanging out together. I love that. And, for it, us. and just so you know, for going for the future, going on for the future, um, borders have kept people apart before. And from a, what, what? It's deep. That's deep, man. But now virtual events will always be, will always be a part of our world, part of our life there so we can connect with the people we love no matter where we are. I hope it, I hope, I I can't wait to see people's faces because so often when we do live, we can't see people's faces. We can just see their comments and y'all talk to each other and y'all friends and then all of a sudden you get to see each other and I'm like, oh my God, that would be so fun. Like, uh, because even when we do our live shows, you're not all in the same city. So like all the people who know each other could actually sit and hang out with each other in that. What a fun, fun. Because so many of you guys have become friends and you're part of a support group, whether you're a part of the common parent and you're all in there together helping each other out or the cat in that chat or... Or Instagram or anywhere that we are, Facebook, wherever you are, you guys have made friendships and it's time for us all to be able to come together no matter where we live. Come together. Right now, over you. So it is end of school for a lot of you in America. Like you end in May, you go back in August. I don't know if you guys know, but other parts of you don't. But um, in Canada, we mostly end end of June. Like June 26th is the last day. And the reason I know this is because it's actually June 26th is a Saturday. It's Chloe's birthday. She's let everybody. 
everybody know it's her birthday. And June 25th is the last day of school, which is so late because in it's like we start. There's summer. a lot of states in this. It, there are a lot of states in the United States that are like us that end in June, mm-hmm. like East Coast, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know every state in the world. Like, <laughs> I I don't know every state in the states and when they all finish school. But um, I, know I know Ohio that when, finishes early. Yeah, some do, and then I know a lot of people were like, "No, I'm I'm on Instagram." Like, no, I I I, I go till June too. And my family's I, half of them are half June, and then some of them are end of June, like us. Oh yeah, so I I I can't believe that summer's here. And my mom said to me the other day, she's like, "I keep thinking summer's almost over, but it's because because of how the year has." played out and it, it's like no it's hasn't really technically even begun because for us summer begins at, in July when the kids are off and uh, the only thing I keep thinking is we're kind of like we have a mom truth coming out about how is it possible there's more time off after <laughs> how much time has been off like never in a million years last March to June felt like so long and so overwhelming and then I think of what else we've done, like so much of being at home for so long. And then these kids have another two months of nothing, like no structure, no anything. And it is like kind of overwhelming. But then I'm like, well, it's only two months. Yeah. Because we've done I know, 18 months. I know. Summer used to be like, and I know for a lot of like um, parents who work outside the home, eight weeks to have to fill for your children, not in school, is a long time. And then sometimes you take some vacation in there. Um, but uh, this year, it's just, it's so, it's so different because it's just it's another eight weeks capped on to everything we have done. Yeah. So really, it feels like our life starts in September and we just have to get through these. It's totally true. It's sort That's of like gonna be our new year. It's for like we're, real this time. It's like we're buying time. Mm-hmm. You know, right now it's like, okay, I we can do this because we've done it. And you know, when I look, I have like my one daughter gets back from from camp August 10th or something, which is like halfway through, and then That's she's got perfect, two weeks to a, camp. That's a perfect time. Um perfect time. To go to camp, like, because it's like she just has to endure a bit of July, and then she gets camp. She comes home, she gets ready for school. It's like pretty. Yeah, your, your daughter's going to a new school. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. 
burrow.com slash ACAST. You know, COVID has made me feel like life is on hold in every way possible. Like my kindergartner, I know a lot of you feel this and actually same with TJ. She never got a full JK. She never got a full SK. She's mm-hmm. never been at school full time. Mm-hmm. Um, and before COVID in Ontario or in Toronto, we had strikes, like full on strikes for like weeks at a time. Kids were out of school and then COVID hit. So when I say my daughter has never been to a full day of school, like for a year, that is mind-blowing. Like, she's basically missed JKSK because last year we finished in February because people didn't remember that there was strikes. So we really didn't even get a full half a year last year. And then this year has been, like, just the back and forth. There's been, with little children and little kids, I think with actually anyone, there's a transition into, like, a cadence. And, you know, just so much of, of being a little person is is routine, mm-hmm. is understanding what to do, where to go, how to do it. And I think a lot of people underestimated that these little people being bounced back and forth and not knowing, like, they're hearing the conversation, they might go back to school, and they're like, that school was over. Like, it's a, this very confusing conversation. And I guess the only, the only, the only thing for little people is that... In the, we start school, you're, you're, you're earlier than in the United States. Right. So there is no JK, right? So she's not that, she's kind of like them, although she doesn't live in the States, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But they do do preschool, but it's not like a full-time thing. Well, just even SK has been a blow up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah SK has sure. been like this kindergarten has been like a total bust. Do you, like kindergarten where it's like play based and supposed to be fun and your friends and tactile bust. And I think it's the weirdest for kids who are at new schools because they never got the feel of their school. And then I feel so, so bad for the for the kids who like graduations and um, and that they've missed it forever. But I watched Kelly Ripa's son went to prom and he was going to prom and he had a date. Oh, and did, did, he's so handsome. Did you hear that there's chatter of them wanting to redo the, the year we just did? Well, I said that to you. What? Like on the last podcast, cause I heard that through someone and you said the, that was true. I did say that was true. You told me. I said, I saw a DM from her. And yes. I said, is this a thing? And you you were like, yes. I saw on the news again. They're bringing it back up, the conversation being like, there there should be the, for certain, like, because they've essentially lost two years. That's why I started yeah. thinking about kindergarten. That that we need to, they need to redo it another year. And I was like. No way. I, I no just way. thought to myself, I, I can't endure that. No. I can't redo that. No. Like, this no. year it's needs to, to move end on. Yeah. and we need to move yeah. on. It needs to be in older grades with older kids. Kids, with older teachers and, it's time to go and we can't we can't hold them back because of what they might have missed like you know what change the curriculum fucking figure it out we're adults they're That's exactly not exactly right change Don't. the curriculum which should have been changed a long time ago anyways and if you ask me how to divide 47.6 by 32.4 i'm never gonna know it without a calculator anyways yeah i just it really i think this if there's a time that we can like invigorate and change and and be the catalyst to like revamp things the only problem is is that they would have to be having to do that it oh, takes a long time yeah but we could do little changes like you know there there's definitely i mean look how quickly they adapted to online school they adapted that quickly well i, because I, they, I, I hope they have because, it in mind i just don't think they do because they had to yeah you know what i mean i just and, don't picture the the our school system sitting around saying how can we change next year no i i They're like when is summer 
I think that if I was a teacher and I was a school and listen, teachers who do enough, I'm not saying this at all, but I hope that they're like next year should be the year of mental health where we're bringing yes. kids back to the fun, to the plane, to, you know, let's take them outdoors more. Let's let them interact. Let's let them socialize. Let's not make them sit in a desk six feet apart and sit silently with a mask on. Like let's, let's like claim the year back for them and give them, give them this like year where, you know, we give them a little bit of freedom to move around around and you know for I, social scientists I don't know if that's a job I just call myself that for teachers and like people um like psychologists and and and, and anybody in the school system it'll be such this has been such an experiment like because let's say I think about this one teacher who's been a grade one teacher forever okay he's my mm-hmm. kid's teacher in September he's for decades let's say he's had kids come into grade one and he's been able to watch this how different the first day of school is going to be and just how different children are. Or if he's like, honestly, I don't really notice a difference. I think they'll bounce. They adapt really quickly and they bounce back to the expectations. Children are like putty. And I think that they will, they will have definite um, social emotional characteristics. I think yeah. they'll, I don't, they, they'll adapt to the classroom, but I do think, do you think they'll touch each other as much as they normally would. I think they'll know no different and they will naturally be like, they, they will, they will, it will take a a week or two and then they'll be off and running. So touching each other, sitting close to each other. It's a natural thing. They'll ask the teacher a lot. Do I have to wash, like, do I have to keep washing my hands? Do I have to? And then the teacher will, and then it'll be over. And then it'll, yeah, I think they'll, they're the ones who will bounce back the fastest. But I do think that, you know, every child will be behind in some way. Like every child will be, and I know. And, And behind to whose standards? Oh, just like my, the curriculum. So the teacher's friends who I have, who are like, when they come in, right. we have to adjust right. our expectations. When they were doing entrance exams to the the private schools, I know that they were like they had to clearly change the bar no and change kidding. where people. I remember when Chloe tried out for private school; those questions were hard. Like she knew all the answers, yeah. But I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Dude, she got in the pool yesterday and did front crawl. Mm-hmm. Better than anyone, and I'm like, I don't know if you're. Com- I don't know if she's she, competitive. I, I think she's. I th- she looks like kind of physically coordinated. It was like better than one out of the water, out of the water, kicking, and the teacher was like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "I don't. We, I never taught her front crawl. She just went learned to swim four weeks ago. It's like she's so buoyant. It's I don't understand it. I think it's also coordination. Like, I mean, if Max, you look, yes, Max, but that makes so much sense when you watch them walk. It's so true. Do you know what I mean? It's like she's re- she's good at ballet. Good at yeah. focusing. She, lo- you know what I mean. She's yeah. she tiptoes around here like a little fairy. Yeah, and I think she's more coordinated. Uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty like I I don't know her outside of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, teachers don't know her. Mm-hmm. She's never had a chance to be outside the house. That's crazy. She's never had someone externally explain my child to me because of COVID. She's always been with me. So so many. Well, people- I mean, the teacher said that she doesn't talk much. Well, understandably, with mm-hmm. a fucking mat, I don't know my child in a situation mm-hmm. where she could be comfortable and, you know, like, I don't know her outside. Like, she answers the teacher, but I don't, I, like, so many of us, and I also saw someone else post, like, their baby going on too, and they haven't seen people, they haven't had playdates, like, all these people who had children and now have toddlers and don't have that support and that interaction and that. Well, luckily, you know, your daughter actually has a lot, has a lot of interaction. Oh, mine does, but a lot yeah, of these people. but you know, you're like, you haven't seen her outside of the house. I mean, I can, I could absolutely, like, say what she's like, because she hangs out with kids on my street, she hangs out with my kids, she hangs out with her friends. Yeah. You know, she has, you can, you so know, has, it's 
pretty obvious and I think you do know her you just you just think she's been living such a different life and yes she hasn't been in the classroom much but she was in JK and she does have a lot of socialization I'm not concerned no I'm just saying I love I'm, the- I think you should know her more like I think that you <laughs> I think you think you don't know her but I think it's really easy to know what she's like I asked her if she remembered us traveling I go do you remember because oh. she would have been before five would have been like her three to four a year, and mm-hmm. then her four to four and a What'd half. You say? She goes, I remember you went to England. Okay. I remember you went to California, and I remember we went to Florida. That was it. And yeah. I'm like, do you remember like brilliant? Then like, there you go. I know. I'm like, do you remember? You should ask TJ. Do you remember how much I? Do you remember the like? I was like, do you remember that we used to go all the time? Do you, probably not because I don't really remember. Yeah, and my kids never talk about it now. Like, they never, like, oh, when you used to go away or, like, you're going to go away again. They just don't talk about it. That's, I don't think, I think. I've, it's gone out of their life. It's, yeah. it's like they don't really. It's been too long. <gasps> oh, my God. You, and what's it going to be like when we go? Are they going to be like, oh, I remember what you did. I remember what I, you. Well, I think it'll more be like, oh, I remember. It's more like, I think that they, like, it's instead of thinking about missing us and what we're doing, it's what their life is like when we're not there, right? It's like, oh, this is when daddy does this. This is when nanny comes over and does that. This right. is when grandma's here. It's more like, uh, oh, this life. Like, the older ones will be like, I, I remember this life. Because they don't think about what we're doing. They think about themselves. Yeah, yeah. They think about them totally. They're like, where, where are you? What are you doing? I need this. I'm in another country, but I need it. But I'm in another country. But I need a protractor. Did you ever get that? I mean, I, I don't remember. You don't, said yesterday, I, I need I to get a protractor. Yeah, I did. I do. So you got it. Oh, no. They weren't at the store. Oh, but you tried. Uh, marked it. Okay. No. You, you said I need to I'm, get a protractor. I, I'm the dad. Um, Why don't you elaborate on that? Oh, so I've become the dad of the house because I decided slowly well I guess you kind of try things out so I used to do everything right okay so up until until up until we were traveling I, I did everything which is which fine it's just the way that it was I had four kids at home and I was a stay-at-home mom and Mark worked and you know would come home like after dinner and that was fine that's just the way life was forever then we started traveling and um, Mark let me know that he is capable and that I don't always need to be involved in everything I was like okay since the pandemic, he's been working from home, and I am really have always been a terrible student. I, you know, if my kids are like, I don't want to go, I don't know how to sign into school, can you help me? I don't want to sit down and figure out how to sign you into school. I don't want to help you with homework. I never have. I've always hired tutors. I'm not good at getting the kids on school on time. So basically, Mark has just picked that up. Mark was a good student. He understands how school works. Yep. Mark will, uh, Teddy will ask him a math question. He knows absolutely how to do it. Like, there's, he remembers school. Okay. It's probably because he learned it. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? The reason I don't know it, maybe it's because I didn't forget it, it's because I never learned. Sally. So Mark has become like that, and then I go to work with Kat, and I come home after lunch. Yeah. So lunch is done. Mark has to figure out lunch. Now, it's usually pizza. Oh, ordered in or? Uh, well, yesterday it was pr- yeah. the frozen one, but a lot of the time it's ordered in. Most lunches are ordered in. Five days. I mean, I'm not there for all of it, but, like, it's either frozen like chicken they, they fingers. Don't re- I'm just wondering if they, like, re- they like push back on the pizza. Because, you know, we, when we were some yeah. or something, they're like, like, yeah. I wonder if they just eat it and move on. I don't know if he asks. Got it. We probably ask. We shouldn't. Yeah. And um, and then in the afternoon, they finish school. And then I don't really care. Like, I just kind of stay to myself. And then I go down and I make dinner. Mark cleans it. Like, I have, my, I, my, my, my kid said to me something yesterday. And I was like, I'm the chef in the house. I make dinner. I come and make dinner. You're the chef. And then I take care. I bathe them at night and make sure they get their jammies on. 
kiss them to bed. It's my job now. So you, you're on you're on at the night time. I mean, yeah, yeah. You're, so is he. Right, got it. So you so that's, that's so he I'm does the, all day, man. and then you come yeah. home at night time. Yeah. And so if he he should bathe them and have them ready for you, and you kiss them good night. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be a real dad. You, yeah, and have dinner ready. Yeah, for you and him and the children. Mm-hmm. So that's your last step. Yeah. To just push that a little bit. Yeah. No, I make him dinner too. We all eat dinner together. No, that's what I'm saying though. Yeah. So now it's time for him yeah. to make dinner for the kids, have them bathed, and then you come home and he has dinner ready for you too. I honestly think the feeding is too hard for him. It's like me. Yeah. No, I think it's like a lot of people. Like it's like really overwhelming. And like, what would I do? How would I do it? Like, you know, like he took out a piece of meat two days ago and I don't want that meat. What meat is it? It's a pork tenderloin. I just didn't want to do it again. I've done a fucking pork tenderloin too many times. So finally, for Max. so finally, I'm like, to him, like, hey, you're barbecuing the meat. Like, I'm not. I don't. I know you wanted wanted this, and you do this. I'll do like the salad and, and the fried rice. But I think he was just kind of hoping I would just take the meat and do all the thing. But I was like, I don't want to. I don't think I want to. I love that for you. So, it's a lot of I don't want to anymore. So like, when I go away, it's not going to be that much of a change. That's great for you. Dinner, I suppose. Maybe my mom will have to come over and make dinner. Oh my God, you guys. This is such an ironic conversation because last, not ironic, I don't even know why we use that word, but last night or whatever night, one of these nights we had Allison Schaefer come in um, to our The Common Parent and do uh, um, a, a webinar and it's got to be it's like a master class okay I think we have to change it from a webinar to basically like a master class on power struggles because what you learn it's like an hour of intense learning that you take home the tools okay so I made my husband watch it with me because well number one I wanted his feedback from an outsider's perspective of not being a mom if you if he learned something with zero knowledge of not zero that's not fair with little <laughs> knowledge of parenting psychology he's like so, i've been a parent for 12 years lady i just mean he's never read a book uh-huh. he's never attended a course mm-hmm. he parents very little hours if i were to add them up mm-hmm. you know like just i'm not calling he's a great dad but like in, in a, a parenting he is definitely in the passenger seat and also and also for everyone who's listening who's a parent parenting is like I mean, you're, you're getting thrown curveballs yeah. out of nowhere. Like, it's not like you go to university and you spend four years studying no. parenting. Like, parenting is something that you learn on the fly, it's which is so, it's so crazy. Yeah. And it's a skill, right? And and I, I really, I wanted him to experience, I wanted him to sit and watch and be, and you know, we're trying to evaluate what this group is worth. And there's actual business people doing it too, because they say it. We, we value it too low. Like it's evaluated too low. So if you are, um, if you are not part of the common parent, get in there because let me tell you what's coming. Anyways, we sat and we watched it and he goes, why are you making me watch you? Are you making me watch this because I need this? And I was like, well, first of all, everyone needs it. Everybody needs it. Every adult. And, and I go, I want to know, does it make sense? Are you taking it? He's like, it was, it was so uh, he watched the whole thing, the entire hour. He learned a ton. He was, he, he, everything that she said not to do, he was doing, you know, how yeah. to drop the rope. It, everybody does it all day. Yeah, Everyone yeah, does yeah. it all. It's very natural. And if you don't see it from a di- different perspective, it's very counterintuitive to what you would usually do. Yeah. Right. Rather than because I said so. Yeah. Why? Because I said so. The problem with because I said so is they become their own people mm-hmm. and then they're like, 
Well, because, because I, I said so. so. Yeah. And your because I said so is not on respect, on trust, and does not look at them as an equal. It looks looks at them as less than, and no one wants to be seen as less than. So how do you become an equal? So they want to do it because of a mutual respect, not mm-hmm. because you can make them or because you threaten them, because that will never last, and they will just constantly push against you. So he watched it, and, you know, he comes from a household of, because I said so. Just like so many people of our generation and the generation before. Like, if that's how you were raised and you're sitting there going, that's what my parents did. They were, do- that's what they thought they were supposed to do. Yeah. And the feelings that, that the reason it's so tumultuous and then you hide and you sneak and you lie and you, you know, you just don't, there's no relationship. It's just like there, those are those rules. When I'm out of here, I'm fucking not coming back to that. I'm going to make my own rules. So how do you keep the relationship going? Anyways, he was like, that was so, that was, he actually gave, gave, he was like, that was amazing. I like, he had nothing negative to say about that. I go, how much would you pay for that? I go, would you, would you see 1999 for like that one thing be, be worth it? He's like hundred percent. Yeah. I'd probably pay 50 for that. An yeah. hour long. Like we, uh, we used to go to her things and I think we'd pay $30 for it. Yeah. And when, when he watched it, I was like, wow, like if I, if I, I'm, we're doing this because we, we cat and Nat need this and have always and and you know coming from a background and always yeah and coming from a background where I took courses on how to do it it's different and there was a nurse in there and she goes you know I'm I I'm a pediatric nurse mm-hmm. and I can do this all day at work mm-hmm. and I get home and it's when you have words and tools to see what you're doing you're like oh shit I do exactly that mm-hmm. and I'm gonna work on it and I said parenting is kind of like AA and don't get mad at me for that that equation but you're, it's not a one-stop fix. It is a constant thing you need to keep checking in on to keep your skills up. You know, like because your children are constantly changing, they're yep. becoming more independent. They're having more freedom. They're having more opinions. They're becoming more of their own, and that happens. That could that can happen. You could just wake up one day and all of a sudden. Well, and you're a creature of habit, so you're going to go back to what you know unless you're constantly checking in with how to change. So if you're like, oh, God, you're just going to revert because life gets so crazy to what you always do. Mm-hmm. And so then when you step out of that and you check yourself, you know, you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Hey-oh. And then you see you're like, oh, my God, you know, you checked yourself to become a dad. You're like, I do too much. I am stepping back. But had you stay in the river of I'd, life, I'd probably be resenting something, somebody or everyone. Yeah. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And you know, I'm going to be completely honest. I have, uh, I, I hire someone. She comes in. That is my 
that is my husband. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I hire. Well, that's my, what so many women with nannies say is that's my that's my wife. I, I hire my person to come in so I don't have to feel like when he's at work and I'm home. You know, although ironically, we do a lot of our work in the morning while they are inside, and but we still make things happen in the afternoon. Like we do things, you know, all day. But my day is open and flexible because of this person who comes in and helps me. And it it if you. Ever, and when you really don't feel like cooking, she can she does. I, I leave a recipe, hundred yeah. percent. And and if you feel guilty for having someone come in and help you, no, women, please don't. And I know it's a luxury to be able to afford someone to come in and help you, but and we didn't have anybody for a long time. Just I, so you know, and I don't feel guilty because, mm-hmm. like you know, part time. Like that, which I full time, part time, whatever doesn't matter. Um, my kids are happy. My kids, you know, my husband is happy. I am happy. She uh, gives my she brings her two daughters, so I'm you know I'm making space for her to have a job with mm-hmm. her children to come, and her children and my children get along amazingly. And fuck it, I'm not gonna feel bad for getting help. You know, if you buy cut up veggies, fuck it, that helps you. There is that whole thing. You're fucking privileged for cut-up veggies. Not us. Multiple people have a problem with cut-up veggies. Remember that one girl posted it? It no, was a I doctor. Just, I just remember when we interviewed, and she she just admitted she did it. And, well, someone there was a TikTok, and someone was hating her for cut-up fe- veggies. She was like a doctor, and she goes, you know what? I buy cut-up veggies. Fuck it. Yeah, I do. You know, and she goes, it, it makes my life easier, and I eat healthier. Yeah, and we got a podcast review of being like, and they get cut up vegetables. Remember that? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck it. I get cut up vegetables. Judge me. And you know what else? You know, there are there are people that like can be super, super, super wealthy. And this is what I think people don't understand. We are not super wealthy, but we definitely have enough money to get help and cut up vegetables. But like there are super wealthy people that are still absolutely relatable, especially in motherhood. Oh, my. You know what I mean? It's Money has nothing to do no. with being relatable. So when someone's like, oh, they're rich, so they're not relatable. Mm, no, that's not how relatable no. works. And, and, and oh, God, there's a huge conversation on privilege. And, like, obviously, you know, you can't compare your journey to anybody. You can't compare. You know, there could be someone who's super wealthy who, you know, looks like they have nannies and chef. And, you know, she could possibly be getting abused. And at home and have be terribly depressed yeah and we can't there's no comparison in who you are as an individual person but the feelings you have around being a mother you know you when pink is like you know i i can feel insecure as a mom yeah you can because money can't make you feel secure about being Mm -hmm. a mom because motherhood rocks you to your core and is it easier for some because of the access that they have? 1,000%, but it doesn't make your feelings lessen because of someone else who has less than or more than you. Your feelings are, are universal and priceless. There's no like, there's no price on, on feelings and you can feel totally inadequate and have everything you could ever imagine and still feel really insecure about being a mom. And we've heard so many stories because we have, because we have a public platform, people message us, we meet people at our shows and everyone shares their struggle. And we never, we never, often we don't know, but we also don't, you know, it doesn't really matter what your background is. It's just what, how you're feeling in that moment, mm-hmm. how you want to share it. And yeah. those are the stories that like, you know, they keep us going because 
uh, it's funny. I was also thinking about, I was thinking about Bright and I was thinking about hosting those events and it's like, someone's just hosting it, but we're all here because we need it and because we all need each other. And every time somebody like shares their story or asks a question, we are just as hungry for their information to give us as we are to give them. Like we are in no way an experts in, 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 you know, in any field. Uh, do we have seven kids and have we grown a business? Yeah, but we're not going to try to be like the experts. We're just, we're only sharing our experience. And I think that everybody, like I remember when we were doing our events and I remember people were pulling, uh, there was experts that were going on TV and we were like, define experts. Like what would you prefer? Somebody who went to school and became a total expert at that thing. And then that that's what they talk about or someone who's living it. You know, you. and, and we, that's very good will hunting of you. But do you remember when we talked about that when yeah. there was experts coming on TV and we were coming on as like parenting experts and all these things? Yeah. But because they were changing the definition of expert, right? Yeah. Are you, you living it or did you read it? Yeah. And by the way, you can not be an expert of anybody's life but your own. You know what I mean? And like I could not tell no. like her how no. to be a grandma or a mom or but, a new but mom. But her as a grandma's experience is like it's like a plethora of brand new information for us. Everyone's always learning. Or a new perspective, you know? Like, oh, I, oh yes. I never thought of it that way or I never, you know, I never. That's why when you hear people's childhood and how they grew up and then, you know, where they're at and, like, when you hear people's trauma or um, when you hear people's, like, you know, really hard stories, you look at them and you're like, like as such strength. Like, I can't believe that mm-hmm. you have, like, gone through that and, and here you are because everyone's got a fucking story. Like, every... Every and everyone thinks that their story is unique or they're embarrassed or they're you know, but everybody has a story that is not to be um you know, oh god, I don't know if I can tell this, but when I went when when we were looking at 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 let's say like some for somewhere for 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 camp, okay, for Max to go. And I when I when I, I flat out said in front of all the kids, you know, I can't afford a month. I just can't afford it. Not like we can't do this. We can't do this. I just, the reason I can't do this, I said to the owner is we can't afford it. So Mm -hmm. flat out. Now, am I, could I find the money somewhere and make it happen? A hundred percent. But my husband could not get around how much that money could be for that month. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was like, there's no shame in saying I can't afford that. But I think there is a lot of shame for people to say, I know I can't afford that. And I, I never want my kids like, and number one, I never want them to be a victim. Like, oh, poor us. We can't. Because fuck no, you're privileged AF. So it's not about that. It's just understanding that, you know, certain things are a lot of money. And not having it in the budget at this moment is not shameful. No, nor I is it embarrassing. Kids, I tell my kids all the time, like, flat out. And my husband doesn't really. A lot of people don't say those words. But if my kids go, how come they have this and we have that? I say, because we can't afford it. Exactly what my mother did to me. Yeah. Why can't I have an allowance? Because I can't afford it. Yeah. And there's no shame in it. And it doesn't it's mean... It's just a fact. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, they're so like, oh, look at them. They're good. No, fuck it. You just, at this moment, maybe one day, but right now, no, we just can't afford it. And, and I then think- I always say to them, if, you, this, if that's something that you really think would be something that you want in your life, then you know... How how much you have to work to get there? Yeah, and and I, I and I think that so so many people have a hard time with that conversation. Because it's embarrassing. Sometimes it's embarrassing not having money for people. Why? <sighs> I guess people don't want to look poor. 
I, 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 I don't know why. I, I don't. I obviously don't have a problem saying we can't afford it. I hope. I hope we change that conversation. Like you know, going forward, because there's no shame in being able to. Like it's kind of like, um, there, there's. Remember when I told you, uh, someone will always have something more than you. Yes. And so there was my backyard, and then that screenshots a picture of someone we follow. And guys, her backyard is like a is a legitimate it's, resort. I thought she was at a hotel. It is beautiful. It is stunning. It is gorgeous. That is not to make me feel like my backyard is less than or like, oh, must be. Not not anything at all. Like, wow, that's unbelievable that she has that. So there's no comparison to someone who has more. You just kind of got to be like, can't afford it. Can't do it. Yeah. That's it. That's facts. That's facts. That's how it would be in the business world, right? Can we do this? Nope, we can't afford it. I guess that's true. A budget. You know what? Yeah. It's a, it's a, like, that's a total budget conversation too. A company's like, I'm really, when they do proposals and someone's like, I, I, I'm this much to do this. I'm really sorry. We can't afford it. And sometimes the agents are like, I know there's more in there. We'll get it from them. That's pretty crazy actually that in business it's totally fine. But personally you have to like live up to like this like world of like, oh, I can do this. Well, keeping I can up afford- with the Joneses and keeping up with the Kardashians is a real thing. That's why when you watch like some of those, sh- those talk shows and they're like, you wouldn't believe how many people are like going so hard into debt just to keep up. That is so hard. So what is that feeling? I think it's probably internal too. I think it's like, I always, I always wanted to have this kind of a life. Now I'm going to do everything in my power to get that life, even if it means I'm in debt and I'm putting my family in a situation. I just, I, I, I always wanted this. I need to make it, I need to be, I need to be this person. Because they feel better about themselves. It's because what they always wanted and then maybe their job isn't paying enough, which is totally realistic. Or they don't pay their taxes properly. <laughs> exactly. You know, my kid said, if you could drive another car. Oh my God, my kids too. What I'm like, kind of I, car I, I, would I, I, you get? Oh, well, I do know my dream car. Well, I said this. I go, my car is free. <laughs> it is a partnership. Yeah. And it's fucking amazing. I go, literally, I, I don't want a different car. Yeah. I'm like, I, the I Palisade is like the car that, like, it does everything we need. I, I don't know. need anything different. People I, really have, people, because... You see people driving these cars, and there's that TikTok of the guy who's like, what do you do for a living? Like, yeah. why do you do this car? And I think when they tell them, and he always says how much the car is worth, I'm like, it, listen, if you're so rich, you can spend your money on whatever you want. But, like, I would never, like, spend that much money on a car. A car is such a badge of honor. Because yeah. you drive around in it. Some people it's a hobby. You Some it. people love it. Some people, it's a real hobby. Like, they go to, they watch the race cars, and they go to yeah, sports okay. cars. That's you different. know, like, they love, like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I actually have a girlfriend who loves cars. Like, mm. she's like, that's a such, and loves to drive mm. the cars. Like, cars are her path. Like, she she would drive for hours. Like, she would take the car, mm. and her favorite thing is to drive. Mm. So that's why she doesn't love New York all the time, because she can't drive. Uh, yeah, I'd love say it. so. Loves to, Wrong she, city for your passion. Yeah, she's like, I would you take the car and go, whatever. And then I, I said to my kids, I, I drive you to school. Yeah. I drive you home. Yeah, but even even if not, like, like you and I just don't have that, like, never. Like, a car, a, a car? I know. I was like, I just. That's a mode of transportation. I, dude, I could not agree with you more. I'm like, it's funny, what it's like, more could this car, you know, and when we go do family shit, guess whose car we take? my car because it's so 
it's so amazing. I'm like, this ha- is funny. I have to say, I have I have this like weird like sign of respect when I drive by a house that I find quite expensive looking, and they have um, reasonable cars in their driveway. I have like a respect. I'm like, those people are down to earth. Got it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, like what? No, like, no, like, yeah, like anyone. So when you see my palisade, you're like, that girl yeah. is down. Tr- I like that girl. I like that girl. Like, I like that. That's what you have in your driveway. Yeah. You know, if I didn't know you, I'd be like, I like that girl. And just so you know, I would get this car again yeah. and again and again and again. I would get this car a million times over the Hyundai Palisade. Well, I can't wait to get my Palisade. I'm, I guess the first step is cleaning the car. That was a good step. Oh, by the way, I got in here. I was like, the smell is getting beyond. I put the egg thing outside. <laughs> I was like, now I'm used to the smell. But I was like, I don't know if I can sit in The here. guy wants to come clean her car. That's what I'm saying. That's oh, yeah. the first I step. Said, yeah. Did you answer him back? Well, no, because I'm going to, I really want to push the people who are going to take over my car and say, listen, I'm getting it professionally cleaned for you. Oh, and then you're going to take the car. Get your shti together. So I can get my car. Yeah, because I want my Palisade. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I drove your Palisade. I love it. I like it. Guys, it's so, I I, this is so, not, this is, there is zero, uh, yes, we have a partnership with them, but this is not any part of our deal in the partnership. But I have to tell you, the Hyundai Palisade is the easiest yeah, car to drive. Car to drive. It is big enough to fit hockey bags and kids upon kids. It's got a USB port in each and every freaking seat. I love that you just press buttons to do all the things that I'm trying to move the thing. It's the safest car. Literally one of the safest cars. I feel really comfortable when I'm driving it. The car doesn't feel big. There's cameras everywhere. So when you do a turn, you can see cameras. When you reverse, you can see cameras. Like, it is... I, when, when I have a car to, to take, I'm like my, to my husband for the weekends, I'm like, we're taking my car because it's way, the dog can fit in the middle. It's just, it's amazing. Leave I, the Range Rover behind. I got the Palisade on fleet. Yep. All right. I'm just doing something here. I have too many numbers in my password. I just want you to know. I agree. Uh, I, I can, agree. I can change it for you. Yeah. So anyways, guys, make sure that you. Oh my God. We're so subscribed we're proud to this, of us. Subscribe to this podcast. Uh, give it some stars. Uh, share it with a friend. Check out the common parent for everything. A lot of what we talked about today, and come check us over on Instagram. I'm and so thank you proud for listening. And say blowjobs, anal, or sex once this You're whole podcast. Proud? Like I'm just saying, this is one of the first podcasts where we have oh, not. Okay, I was gonna say. I mean, proud? they should have watched it on Facebook Live. I mean, I told them about it. It was amazing. Bye, guys. Bye.